Hey, what's up, everybody? This is the Whiskey Sessions Podcast. Thank you for joining us again. My name is A. Metz. I'm B. Pim. And yeah, we're here to bring another episode. If you haven't yet checked out our Twitter handle, go ahead and check that out. That's at Whiskey Sessions. And you can, of course, always send us a line, an email at whiskeysessionsmusic at gmail.com. Now, it's March, and the video game world is abuzz with the release of the Nintendo Switch. So what do you think about the Nintendo Switch, and do you think you're going to get one? I would like to get one. I think I'm going to try to play it first somehow yes. before I actually buy one. Um, a lot of times with like Nintendo consoles especially, I would buy them just because I wanted it right away. But now, uh-huh. like I don't play as many... I mean, I still play video games. I just don't... I don't know. I have to see like exactly how it works and actually get a hands-on experience with it, I think. But I'm very excited to yeah. potentially get that out. I'm excited about some of the games that are coming out. Yeah, well, plus... They have, like, Zelda is one of the first releases, yeah. but that's also available on the Wii U. Right. So I think I might just get it for the Wii U and wait a little bit on the Switch. Did you see the clip with with Mario walking down the street in, like, what looked like real New York City? I did not see that. It looks... I don't know if it was, like... Is it lost in New York? <laughs> well, it's like... It looks like Mario in Grand Theft Auto, basically. It was really weird. They should mix that. I don't know if it's actually what the game's going to be like. It's like a promo. Mario game. Yeah. Huh. That would be interesting. But yeah, like, other than that, I don't know enough about, like, games that I really want to play that have come out yet. I'm excited just because I like the the functionality of, like, what it does. Because I like... It's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. I like the idea that you can... It basically turns into a tablet. Yeah. You know? Which is cool. And I like how the controller works and everything. It, like, combines the two ends of the... Uh, tablet mm-hmm. um it's really cool i mean i like nintendo's good with that they're you you don't get anything really boring from them like they're always going to come out with something that's interesting true. i think I, it works against them sometimes because they don't have as much support from third party no they don't games, i but. have heard and i don't know for a fact that i think some sports games are coming back yeah so if they have nba 2k games then i think i definitely will get one right and i'm not I'm not yet positive if they are yet. I thought I, I heard they are. I think I heard NBA, the NBA franchise Good. is going to be out on it. Because I think the last one that came out for a Nintendo system was like 2K12 or 13 or yeah. something. That's, come on guys. Come on Nintendo. That's that the year it is right now. Amets wants NBA on That's all I'm Nintendo asking for. Products. Uh, so let's talk about the whiskey. We have a, uh, whoop. Just clanking against stuff. <laughs> so we have a, a, a different whiskey, a Scotch whiskey this time, and I got it in Germany, but it is from the Isle of Mull. Uh, it's a single malt Highland Scotch whiskey, and it is from a single cask and forty-two percent alcohol. And it's in a cool little growler. It's in a mini growler, and all the information I just shared with you is written on this growler in a Sharpie. So, trust it if you want. But, yeah, let's give this a try. I love malt. Well, I, I like it. It's pretty smooth. It's extremely smooth. It's very, um, it's actually one of the better types of scotch I've ever tried. 
Yeah, I would agree with that. Because a lot of times, scotch, I like scotch, but a lot of depending on what kind of scotch you get, it tends to have like an overwhelming smokiness to it yeah. sometimes. But this has that. It has taste, it a little bit, but not. But it's also very drinkable. Right. It's not uh, overwhelming the 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 taste of the. Whiskey. Thumbs up to this. Yeah, that's. Uh, I've had this in my possession for over a year now, and didn't get into it much, but. Uh, yeah, this is a good whiskey. You aged it a little longer. Right. I, I, that's what I thought. It, I felt like it needed like one more year. Yeah. To be right. And now this is the momentous occasion. Mm-hmm. Well, good work because it's quite delicious. Well, and thanks to my brother for getting this for me. Um, I believe he's in Germany at the time of this release right now. So perhaps I'll get another little bit of this. All right. But uh, yeah, for our top five today, we're going to be talking about... Our top five favorite Saturday Night Live cast members. This could be a controversial one, I think. It could be controversial. It's a lot to cover. Initially, when I was thinking about this list, I thought, like, oh, I'll just do slightly more recent cast members because I kind of remember them better. But then I thought, you know, you convinced me. Like, let's just do all of them. Any, yeah, any time frame. Yeah. It's not going to be a perfect list, probably. But my approach to this is... Like we've talked about before, the ones that stick out to me, like that's what my list should be. I know I may miss or not have someone on that other people like, but... Oh, yeah. Eh. Yeah, let's get into it. This is our top five favorite Saturday Night Live cast members. More than four, less than six, it's the top five. All right, my number five, which I don't think would be on a lot of people's lists, but I think he's funny as hell, so he's my number five... Will Forte. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Will Forte. Well, okay. He is like the perfect goofy-as-shit cast member. I always thought he had really good weekend update. Yeah. He... <laughs> Weird character. <laughs> yeah. My favorite was he went on uh, as a congressman. <laughs> or no, no, no. I'm sorry. He didn't go on as congressman, but he went on as like a maybe like a political journalist or something like that yeah and he was trying to <laughs> sing a song about he how each member of congress voted on a specific bill and he was starting the song and the implication was that he was gonna go through all 438 <laughs> members of congress <laughs> and say how they voted yay or nay and he started a song got interrupted and started it over again it's the best <laughs> He's funny, like, I don't think I watched consistently during his heyday on SNL, but Mm -hmm. he's, in general, I really like him. Like, he's been on a lot of other stuff. Like, he's done guest appearances on a lot of other shows I like, where he just does, like, he's on Tim and Eric, awesome show a lot. He'll just do ridiculous characters on there that are so funny. Number five for me is Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd. And I really like Dan Aykroyd because, well, his most popular and well-known things were, like, the Coneheads and... The Wild and Crazy Guys yeah. and all that stuff. Bassomatic sketch. But I love the Bassomatic sketch. Yeah. That's one of the ones I love when he puts the fish in the blender. <laughs> and then my favorite of all time, which might be one of my favorite SNL skits of all time, is do you remember when he did that like sleazy Halloween costume salesman guy? Oh, yes. He was like... With Jane Curtin. He was on a right? show that was hosted by Jane Curtin, and he was like... He just played the perfect... I think he just laid on like a heavy Chicago accent, basically. Yeah. And he was like, it was like Johnny Bag of Glass. <laughs> it was just like a bag of glass. And then Jim Curtin would be like, 
uh, don't you think that's a little bit dangerous? You'd be like, yeah. oh, come on, kids, they gotta have fun. They get a glass, you can put the glass in the ground and you roll around in it. And then they had one that was like the human torch and it was like an oily rag <laughs> and a simple. I, I'm, that is one of the top I remember that sketch that's gonna be one of the top like five it was I laugh to this day if I ever see that I laugh in the entire duration of that sketch yeah. I think it's great no 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 that, that, that's a really good one I think I probably should have had Dan Aykroyd on my list but uh he is firmly in my honorable mentions okay my number four very recent Kate McKinnon ah Kate McKinnon's great I think she's the strongest member of the current cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, she does physical comedy pretty well. She does, like, just weird personality people very well. Like, she... she Well, she doesn't do a very convincing normal person. <laughs> but she's... She just hits the, like, the right, like, note of, like, creepy and bug-eyed. Like the... the At the end of the night, at the bar sketches she does. <laughs> it's like with the perfect. one with Louis C.K. Yeah. She's like the perfect person to have in those like last sketches of the night. Yeah. I really do like her. She's one of the people... Like, I haven't been a big fan of the recent SNL seasons, but she's one mm. of the people that I like a lot. Number four for me is John Belushi. Yeah. So, he's... A lot of people probably consider him maybe one of the best. Obviously, he's in the list, so I'm not saying he's not. Mm. But, I don't know... Like, I let me just, for background, I own the first four seasons of SNL on DVD. I've watched most of, like, the earlier seasons pretty extensively, so it's not... I haven't only seen, like, the stuff that you see in the clip shows or whatever. Right. So, like, I've seen a lot of it. I do give him a lot of credit because those early seasons were extremely weird. And I'm a fan of weird comedy, so, like, it wasn't like, oh, this is the celebrity sketch this week. It was some pretty out there kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe the, it might be the first episode when they open it up and he's doing that like speech therapy thing uh-huh. where he's so, supposed to be repeating what like the doctor's saying and he just starts <laughs> screaming and stuff. And those kind of things are great. I mean, he, obviously everybody knows about like the samurai stuff he did where it was like the d- samurai deli worker and the yeah. samurai dry cleaner <laughs> and all that with Buck Henry. Um, but he, I mean, I think the reason that he has to be on there is he had the blend of he was obviously, his talent came through the screen. Like, he was obviously extremely talented. But he could do, like, the manic characters. He could do, he could do low-key, understated stuff. He could do just he about anything. He could do that really well. Yeah, he could, he, he was really versatile. And I think, um, if you look back on the history of it, he stands out. I think he has to be included. Yeah. My number three is Eddie Murphy. And I think, you know what, it, I have him at number three, but I'm not so sure that Eddie Murphy is not more responsible than anybody else for actually saving the show. Yeah. I would agree with that. He came right after that era where it was like, god awful. He came at a time... He was so young, too. Mm -hmm. But I'm not sure if they don't have Eddie Murphy if that show makes it past those early 80s. Because it was like... Did he join like 83 or something like that right after... I think it was even a little bit earlier. Oh, okay. One or two. Okay. And, um, yeah, I mean, he, I love, like, Gumby. (laughs) For some reason, I think the funniest sketch is him as Buckwheat. (laughs) Looking pun up. Looking pun up. (laughs) What about Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood? Oh, my God. That is the best. (laughs) I know. I, number three, I think maybe I should have put him a little bit higher, but 
it, it, in any case, Eddie Murphy, more than a lot of people realize, I think, saved that show. Yeah, definitely. Um, my number three is another old original cast member, Gilda Radner. I have her there. She, For some reason, she always resonated with me. I think mm-hmm. my mom was a big fan of Gilda Radner. And she, so was my mom. Yeah. And yeah. she like she loved Roseanne, Rosanna Dana. Yeah. Weekend Update thing she would do, which was really funny. And my sister could do a funny impression of that, actually. Um, but they, that she, that, was a, that was a well-known thing. But she did a really funny sketch early on where it was like the sleepover. Remember that? Where they were playing like... Oh, she's like a, t- like yeah, a girl in that? Yeah. And it was just it was just weird and like really funny. And I yeah. just thought she was one of those people that it didn't matter. Like at that time it was still kind of a thing that there's like a woman featured on a show. You know what I mean? Like Lorraine Newman was there too. Yeah. But it wasn't just a given that you would have one of your cast members be a woman on like a comedy show like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was 1975. And she was also just like so like gifted at like physical comedy. Oh yeah. Like she was really physical. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, it, sadly, her and John Belushi both died, like, really young. Way too young. And it, you, don't, you didn't get to see, like, how their career may have progressed and what they would have gone on to do later. But what they did do was excellent. Yeah. You know. But speaking of John Belushi, that's my number two. Okay. And, I mean, we covered him, but I also want to say that uh, I love... The commercial of Little Chocolate Donuts. <laughs> oh, yeah. In place of, like, just, like, you know, it's essentially, like, right off a, a, a Wheaties commercial. But just showing him running and just, like, <laughs> he has the perfect non-Olympic form. <laughs> did you ever, do you remember when he did the stand-up comedy to animals thing? I don't think it, I There was a, it was the first season, there was, it would cut to him standing in front of an obvious green screen of like a forest uh-huh. and then he would just start telling jokes like he was telling them to animals so they were just really corny <laughs> jokes that like a, a like a beaver would like or something and it would just be like a joke for each animal <laughs> it was so bad but it was great it kind of reminds me of that that tracy morgan skit where he brian fellows brian fellows <laughs> yeah i fucking love that i oh, i, I don't tracy morgan about this know. he's not he's in my audible mentions but simply for, like, the Brian Fellows sketch. Yeah, Brian Fellows so is funny. amazing. Um, my number two is Phil Hartman. Um, oh, that's a good pick. I really, really like Phil Hartman. I really considered putting him number one. He, I mean, you could think of some of the classic stuff. Like, I really always got a kick out of when he was Frankenstein. Because uh-huh. he would just say, fire bad. That's all he would do. And it was hilarious. And yeah. he did, like, the unfrozen caveman lawyer. <laughs> which is so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> like, I may just be an unfriend. <laughs> yeah. Um, and wasn't he in the Toonses things, too, sometimes? Mm-hmm. Or was that just Toonses the Driving remember. Cat? I think he did. He but, may have been, like, a guest character on that. But um, he was not only just for Santa. I, I kind of wanted to put him high up just because I liked him in everything. He yeah. And I think he was underrated. Even that movie with Sinbad that he did was, like, terrible, but he was funny in it. <laughs> Jingle all the way. Funny and everything. Yeah, he's hilarious. He's always done great, like, Simpsons voices, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's Lionel Hutz. Yeah. Come on. My number one is Will Ferrell. Wow. Yeah. That's a shocker. You know... Well, maybe not. It took me a sec, but I think part of it is when I first started watching Saturday Night Live, he was... I think that was about the same time he was probably starting... He started in, like, 95. Yeah, or so 96. that's about right. I yeah. think I started watching, like, 95 or 96. And I just thought, like, 
even at a time when maybe that wasn't like the best like writing period for Saturday Night Live. Yeah. He seemed to elevate every single sketch he was in. Yeah. Now like, that I'm thinking about it, I can probably name the most of his sketches off the top of my head. Right. Like he Janet like, Reno. <laughs> <laughs> Janet Reno. That's the first thing he thought of. That's hilarious. Like he did that hilariously. I mean, even sketches that I didn't even like I think conceptually if you like put the like other comedians in them like Cheerleaders, I don't think would have been that funny. No, he made he but him and Sherry O'Terry both made that. Yeah, made that really funny. And everybody's favorite cowbell sketch. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean they like it's uh, Christopher Walken's cadence. Yeah, and the way he talks right. in that sketch is a big part. But Will Ferrell is the one selling it. Yeah, he not only did he sell it, but he did things that seem broad, maybe. But like in that sketch, he's wearing that like. <laughs> That, like turtleneck yeah. and it's yes. just kind of like showing off his belly button a little yeah. bit it is just little stuff like that yeah and plus um alex trebek oh yeah unbelievable perfect foil for, for norm mcdonald for norm mcdonald and for um daryl hammond yeah daryl hammond yeah what did he what was his turd ferguson is what he wanted to be called <laughs> i love norm mcdonald i should have put him in there yeah um but also, I wanted to say, he did this sketch, I don't know if you remember it, but it was, um, it had to do with, like, it was like an infomercial where basically it was training your pets. Do you remember that? And it was him presenting it, and it starts off like it's just a normal pet training thing, uh-huh. but then he starts reading these things, and it's like, if your dog pees on the carpet, he would get down on the carpet, like, next to it and be like, what are you doing? Why would you pee on the carpet? It was like sarcastic, <laughs> yeah. sarcastically treating your butt. Oh yeah, I was like, way to go, dummy. No, but no, that is what we wanted. Yeah. That is what we wanted. Yeah, I should have. I, I think I soured on him over the years in other things, and then yeah. it made me retroactively downgrade how good he was. It is. It's tough because, like, with some of these people, like Eddie Murphy included. Yeah. It's it's hard to separate kind of the careers that they had right. versus how they were on Saturday Night Live. But I think I think if you just take Will Ferrell starring live work. It's really good. Yeah. My number one, or is it my turn? Number one? Mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy. My number one. There you go. And it's all, we. I mean, we just talked about it, obviously, but I think, I think you nailed it when you said, like, that show may not have made it past 1982 or whatever it was. I don't think it would have. If he wasn't on it, because he was. No the, offense to Joe Piscopo, but you would not well, have saved it. honestly, Joe Piscopo, I think. I kind of found him funny. I don't know why. He's funny, but like... Not what happened... Much. Like, but no, let's talk about that for a second. Why did Joe Piscopo become such a joke? Do you think it was what he did later? Or, uh, probably. Didn't he become like a punchline for some reason? Like, everybody would be like, oh, Joe Piscopo. Well, Joe I thought Piscopo, at the time he was funny. He's funny. I think his actual personality is a problem. Oh, no, okay. He got seems issues. to not be able to take a joke. Yeah, okay. That that could be uh, why. Yeah. But they, yeah, he he's probably responsible for that because I mean the I think the cast the year before has like just about no one that you would th- you would have even yeah still think about like it was like Julia Louis Dreyfus was on around that time but they they got a lot of actual uh, like Brad Hall her husband was also on it I think <laughs> Tim Kazarinsky yeah just <laughs> I mean and it's tough that they they turned over the entire cast they did yeah so mm-hmm. You're obviously going to have some misfires, but shit, they got it right with Eddie Murphy. Yeah, they did. Absolutely. Some of my honorable mentions. Oh, man, I have a deep list now. So, Keenan Thompson, first of all, has been on the show longer than anybody ever, which is kind of crazy, and can pretty much do everything 
and he's the kind of person I also think like it can be in whatever kind of role and sort of elevates whatever sketches. I like his Steve Harvey. Yeah, Steve Harvey's great. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Dan Aykroyd and Jane Curtin, both right there, and Gilda Radner. I have a tough time not putting Gilda Radner in the top five. Can I mention one that I really had a hard time not putting in? Yes. I feel like we should have mentioned by this point. Chris Farley. Yeah. I didn't because I. it's complicated. I There's no one that I could rationalize kicking out of the five. Maybe Dan Aykroyd, it's close, but I love Dan Aykroyd's SNL work. But Chris Farley, I don't think we need to say a lot about why Chris Farley was as great as he was. But yeah. there's one thing I will mention that always has still stuck with me that is so funny is Bennett Brower. The guy that did the Weekend Update commentary where he would do like the air quotes with everything. <laughs> like, I'm not traditionally handsome. I'm not a people person. And he would do those air quotes, which doesn't come across on podcasts. I'm aware mm-hmm. of that. But it was that that kind of stuff was in the Chris Farley show, like when he interviewed Jeff yeah. Daniels, and he was like, "So, do you remember? Remember <laughs> when uh, Sir Paul McCartney? You remember when you were at the Beatles? Yeah. Do you remember arachnophobia? <laughs> <laughs> so I I can't. Yeah. Well, that was really good. Yeah. And just like he also probably more than anybody got other cast members to uh, crack up. Yeah. During sketches. Oh yeah. Like, especially, like, David Spade during one of his uh, motivational speaker-like ones. <laughs> I think it was when he asked him if he smoked weed or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was great. He, I mean, he was amazing. I, it's hard that I didn't have him in there, but I just yeah struggled with that. But I wanted to bring Chris Farley up, of course. And yeah, you had Phil Hartman. I kind of feel like, yeah, this is a tough top five to do. It is. Like, I like Amy Poehler a lot. I like Bill Hader a lot. Oh, Bill Hader. Tim Meadows. Bill- Amy Bryant. I like Amy Bryant Amy Bryant's really funny. She's really funny. Not mm-hmm. enough to make a top five all-time list yet. No. But she's... She's very funny. She's really funny. I also think John Lovitz is hilarious. I know maybe not everybody shares that opinion. John Lovitz is hilarious. I think he's really funny. And yeah. he, like, there's things that he had got into the popular lexicon, like his acting thing. Acting? <laughs> like, people yeah. would quote that. And it's, like, not something you would think. He has a great voice, too. He does. I really like The Critic. I wish that show ran. Yeah, like The that. Critic was funny. Yeah. He's not to the same level of, like, he was in strong consideration, but Chris Farley, obviously, was the hard one for me. But John Lovitz is hilarious. I also really like Bobby Moynihan. I have Bobby Moynihan on my honorable mention. Yeah. Too. He is funny as hell. The Drunk Uncle is great. Drunk Uncle is amazing. <laughs> so is... The other one that he does for a Weekend Update, Anthony Crispino, the guy who like, mishears things. But Drunk Uncle is just perfect. It is. Because it, like... Is this Wi-Fi organic? <laughs> yeah. But it always gets, like, sad at one point. I know. And then he I comes mean, back. Yeah, then it comes back. <laughs> it's a perfect... Ca- yeah. It's a, He does a really good job of capturing, like, the ups and downs. Like, if you've ever dealt with... As a former bouncer, I've dealt with people in that state of drunkenness a lot. Yeah. And it's like, it does happen that way. Like, you go through those, like, peaks and valleys. Yeah. It's, it's really like funny. a short amount of time, yeah. too. You just forget what you were mad about, then just go right back into it. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, Tracy Morgan. Brian Fellows is one of the funniest sketches ever. That Tracy Morgan was great on that show. Yeah. And the, the underrated thing he did was that when he was, like, the homeless guy, and they would do, like, the love, yes. the love story it was thing. Like, Britney Spears. Yeah. It was amazing. That was great. Uh, I like Maya Rudolph a lot. She could do fucking anything. Oh yeah, Maya Rudolph's funny. And her Oprah and like, <laughs> Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston. Yeah, <laughs> <there> <laughs> <we>. <laughs> and then like you know Mike Myers, Anna Carvey, 
That's... Yeah, those are the ones I didn't want on my list, even yeah. though they were funny then. Because I just don't... Something about Mike Myers. Something about Dave... Oh, okay. I think both of them, actually, but... Yeah. I think I don't like Danny Carvey now. Yeah. And it's shading my opinion of him. But I saw his stand-up special that was released recently. Is it the one that you could barely watch? It's... Yeah, it's unwatchable. Well, like, the way... Like, I watched it with Maggie. I don't think we quite finished it. It's mostly just, like, pretty bad impressions. Yeah. But uh, we both agreed. It's like, if a new comic delivered the material he was delivering then, he would be booed off the stage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not good. I also thought... You know what else uh, turned me off of Dana Carvey was... I saw him do... He was a guest at the Larry Sanders show. Yeah. Which I used to love the Larry Sanders show. I still do rewatch uh-huh. it sometimes. But he was on one. And he, he, even being a guest on a show where you're playing a fictionalized version of yourself, all he did was his shtick. Like, they had other people on there that would do a different... Like, David uh. Spade was on the episode before. A lot of people don't like David Spade. He played a character on that show. He was able to do it. And yeah. Dana Carvey just went on and did the same stuff he would do everywhere. Like, it's like, yeah, he is funny. He, can do. he was funny. He may be still funny. Like, he has things that he can do. That yeah. are funny that I'm sure some people are like, what are you talking about? But he just, I don't know. When you consider a lot of the other people, I just can't. And he, him and Mike Myers, and that was, I think, a phase a little bit where SNL was getting just, they had too many recurring characters. Right. With catchphrases. like, And it just got tired. Swing. Yeah, and like Church Lady gets tired. Yeah, it does. It's still, I mean, some of the stuff, like that's what I'm saying. Like there are things that I really thought were funny. At yeah. the time. Like, I did like some of the Church Lady stuff. I liked, you know, the Wayne's World sketches. I liked... Um, I didn't like Hans and Franz. No. But I liked... Uh, what was the other... There was another Dan Carver one I was just thinking about that I forgot now. Oh, and Mike Myers when he did, like, this hyperactive five-year-old kid who was attached to the playground. Do you remember that? Yeah. He would, like, constantly try to jump <laughs> off of it. Like, stuff like that. I would probably rewatch that right now and laugh. But I just... Yeah. I don't know. When you stack it up against some of the other stuff, I can't do it no agree do you have any other honorable mentions no do you have any non-honorable mentions like somebody that you just think is the most ridiculous person that was ever a cast member you know what charles rocket comes to mind the (laughs) one who got fired for saying the f word (laughs) well i i don't want to include any people that were on the show briefly because obviously then saturday live realized yeah but some people that were on for a long time that I never understood, and I hate to say this because I know a lot of people like her, and I actually think she's a pretty good actress and has been good in newer stuff, but growing up watching her, I did not like Molly Shannon. Oh, really? Yeah. You didn't like... Uh, uh, the Catholics Catholic girl? Yeah, what was her or, name? Um, I can't remember. She had a movie. Superstar. Yeah, what? <laughs> Why would that Mary Catherine Gallagher. Yes. <laughs> I didn't get Molly <laughs> I liked, I liked, now that you said that, I'm just thinking of things like Sherry O'Terry did this character called uh, Colette Reardon, who was like an older woman who had all this weird makeup on. Do you remember, do you remember seeing that? She was like always like sort of, a, they were implying that she was like on pills. Oh, okay. So she would always be trying to get drugs. I just, I just Well, thought she had that. another character that was just shouted like, and I'm 50. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. I don't know. She, yeah, she had a lot of rec- characters that I didn't find all that funny. In hindsight, I, I agree with that. Yeah. At the time, I think I was laughing at that stuff, but I, <laughs> now I, I don't really... I also never found Jim Brewer very funny. 
Yeah. I found it funny in other things. Like, I think he kind of works in, like, Half-Baked. Oh, I thought Half-Baked was really funny. Yeah. But I couldn't. I don't know if that's because Dave Chappelle's in it or... I mean, he did his... Jim Brewer did his part in that movie. He did. And but the like, other dude, Guillermo, whatever his name is. But, like, is Goat Boy a funny sketch? I kind of... I kind of do think it's funny. Yeah? Okay. I, I do. I could be wrong. I'm misremembering. I think I it's just... really... It's really not... A... It's funny, but it's, like, not... I don't know how to say it. It's like one note. Yeah. Right? He's just... It's just how he how he talks. Yeah. Right? It, I guess, yeah. To me, it got tired a little bit. Which, it wouldn't bother me. I wish Siren Live did a few more shorter sketches. Right. Like, I feel like some of the... The first season, some of the sketches were much shorter. Oh, yeah. yeah. Immediate. The other thing is that that is lessened... I've heard people talk about this, and I agree with it. The thing that has made it, I think, less funny over time is... The budget keeps increasing. So when you have the first season, you're on a limited budget. You have to be creative with your sets. You have to have the characters drive most of the comedy. Now you watch things where it looks like a movie. Like they're producing yeah. things that look like movies. It's not as funny to me. Like right. you're putting, you're, you're having CGI and all this crazy stuff in it. I want to see funny characters and funny sketches. I don't care about. That's like when, it, when we went and saw the Defiant Thomas Brothers. That's two guys on the stage doing funny things with like the same outfit on the entire time. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. to me is the basis of comedy, and I don't, I don't know if I like it with all the bells and whistles. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. And it would be nice. Some sketches are just too long. The most overlong sketch. Okay, if we're talking dishonorable mentions. Yeah. I want to give it to one sketch. Okay. Reoccurring sketch. And that's the Californians. Oh, the Californians. I hate Oh, I forgot sketch. to mention Fred Armisen. How can I forget? I love Fred Armisen. Fred Armisen's funny. Yeah. But I hate that sketch. Just I don't get it. It feels so long. It's It feels yeah. like it's like 20 minutes long. I can't... Ex- and it's just... I don't, No part of it is... All it is is giving directions. Yeah. It's really just... It's, it's the same thing. It's, one, it's like this accent is funny. Or mentioning mentioning these different highways is funny. Also, people from California don't talk like no, that. No, it was a really extreme version of yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know. The, the other thing is, like, I wanted to compare, like, how we were talking about Goat Boy. If you think about that, another thing that was really popular that was similar, where it's just, like, it's the speaking cadence that drove it, is when Will Ferrell would do Harry Carey. Oh, I now, forgot to mention that. That's funny. That's yeah. hilarious. But he was able to do that. He was able to make that work, whereas, like, Goat Boy is just a funny way of talking that kind of never went anywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? I forgot that was one of the reasons I really love Will Ferrell. Yeah. I love that Harry Carey. Yeah. The moon is made of green cheese. Do <laughs> <laughs> you have any SNL cast members you're not particularly fond of? Um, the ones the ones that you've mentioned so far I agree with. Um, I was never... Really, a big Chris Kattan fan? Yeah, I was gonna ask that. Where do you stand on that? I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I don't hate him. I don't. He definitely made me laugh when yeah. he was on SNL. Like he definitely did. But if you look back on it, his most well-known things were like the Night at the Roxbury guys, which is weird, uh-huh. and like Mango. Yeah, which, which is also weird. <laughs> or no, Mr. Peepers. <laughs> yeah, also weird. I don't know. Really good at that kind of. I mean, he's he was intense. Around and shit. Yeah. yeah, there's not anybody. I mean, there's not a lot of people that if we eliminate the ones that were only there for a very short time because obviously they didn't work out. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to really pinpoint people. I, I don't remember watching SNL and seeing other than the sketches we've been talking about where 
something I was like, how did that? How could that person even be on the show? You know what I mean? Like usually they didn't get featured enough. Yeah, another one for me probably is Rob Schneider. Yeah, you didn't like the co- making copies guy. No, well, I mean, it's not like I don't like it. It's like I like it for one minute. <laughs> yeah. And then what about it's five more minutes? What about Kevin Neelum? The uh, subliminal subliminal guy where he would. Kevin Nealon I'm okay with, because he it never felt like he like was leading many sketches. Yeah. Like he was a good like second role player and I thought I people don't like his weekend update that much, but I thought he was fine. Yeah, I like my favorite weekend update and one of my favorite cast members that I haven't mentioned is Norm MacDonald. Norm MacDonald was good. His it weekend was update new and a joke sucked. Exactly. And he did Oh I got another one. Dennis Miller. Colin Quinn. Colin Quinn. <laughs> I don't like Colin Quinn. You don't? No. I Tough don't Crowd was one of the greatest shows ever. Was it? It was amazing. All right. We can agree to disagree on that. I think it's great. But no, I wanted to say Norm Macdonald, uh, when he did the Burt Reynolds thing, that that might be one of my favorite things ever that was on that show, even though it was like yeah. recurring. Because it was always, he always did something that was ridiculous in yeah. that sketch. What do you, like... When he was Turd Ferguson, he made him call him that. Was... Well, he did. He did a really good job of Norm Macdonald himself. Also, always seemed like he barely gave a shit. <laughs> yeah, he did. I don't think he really. Did. I don't think he really did. And it, it worked to his favor. It did. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, so Colin Quinn was the one you were. Yeah, although you're right about Dennis Miller. I also don't really like him. Dennis but... Miller was really. I rewatched. I get. I have CISO, and they have every episode of SNL in CISO, ever. Yeah. So. I was watching one of the ones where Dennis Miller was doing Weekend Update, and when it got to that, he just, it, it seemed like it was just his playtime, and like, it wasn't really funny, and he no. would do a lot of stuff with like, spinning the cards, and throwing cards, and like, Does and, he like, have to smirk after every joke? I don't know. It didn't work know. for me. No, he wasn't good. I would rather have like, original Weekend Update with Jane Curtin, and... Yeah. And, you know, I, I thought Tina Fey and Amy Poehler really worked as a combo for me. Maybe that's just me. I'm letting my silence speak for me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'll leave it at that. Uh, Why don't we get to our emails? Okay. Because, again, our inbox, overstuffed. That said, we would still like to hear emails from you. We'll get a little bit more space for you. Yes. We'll we'll find some space. We'll work it out. Um, So, if you have an email you'd like to send us, go ahead and send it along to Whiskey Sessions Music. At gmail.com. I apologize for my code. My code. <laughs> my code. <laughs> my cold. I apologize Charlie for my cold. Charlie bit my finger. <laughs> Charlie bit my finger. <laughs> I apologize for my cold. That's just how it goes sometimes. So if you can't understand what I'm saying, it's whiskey sessions <laughs> music at gmail.com. Go ahead and send us an email. So let's get into that. These are our emails. You sent us emails to read. Emails! And now we'll read them. Alright, let's open up the old email inbox. What do you got, Brian? I have an email from John from Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Sheboygan! Finally somebody from Sheboygan emails us. Hi, John. Um, He apparently heard our episode about guitarists. And he said, I enjoyed your list of guitarists, but I'm surprised you didn't talk at all about Guitar Hero. I think it is much harder to play with a smaller plastic guitar that has plastic buttons. So, As opposed to playing guitar. Pl- as opposed to playing a real guitar. Well, I mean... I don't know, John. You you 
as somebody who is not a guitarist, right? But I was a seasoned guitar heroist. A seasoned guitar heroist. Do you still have that, by the way? Yeah. Do you still play it? I've played it within the last six months. Wow, pretty good. Yeah. I, I go long stretches. I go long stretches without, and then I'll like break it out and play some. I was pretty terrible at that game. Though. It's fun. Yeah. But it's not like real. I mean, it's not. It's five buttons versus whatever. You know what though? Who's to say what's harder? A guitarist. You could say you're a guitarist. <laughs> well, I'm better at guitar than I was at Guitar Hero. Yeah, it's so different. Does it, it's di- doesn't that say that maybe I find oh. Guitar Hero harder? Yeah, could be. I think it's because it's different um, muscle directions that you're giving to your fingers. Like, it's not very similar. No, it's just like you have to basically do things with hand-eye coordination, but it's like it's simplified and to replicate it to a guitar like what you're hearing doesn't match what you're doing you know what right. i mean yeah so i you know i don't know it's tough to say i once i once i want to say this really quick this guitar hero came up it's almost i don't know how he knew i liked guitar hero but uh thanks john but we so one time we were out in the city and this was a long time ago when we were in college and we were at a bar uh-huh. Where they had a Guitar Hero contest. I don't know if you remember this. I do remember And this. I stayed at the bar to play in it while you guys went somewhere else. Because <laughs> it was like, I got to like the finals. And, and you guys had, going. You guys had to go somewhere else, and I was supposed to go with you. And I was like, no, I want to play in the finals. So I just stayed by myself yeah, in yeah. the other bar. And then I lost because they were using HDTVs and the lag was too great. There was a delay. Yeah. I remember that. And yeah. it wouldn't let me play on anything above medium. So it handicapped me. I was uh, playing on Expert at that time. See, that's not right. So it's just bringing it all back, and I'm very upset. But I lost to some guy. I think that's a good point, then, that maybe Guitar Hero is tougher, and Sheboygan has a point there. Sheboygan has a point. Yeah. All right, let's see what else we got in the old email inbox. This is from, excuse me, Gerald in Fallon, Nevada. Hmm. Hey, dudes, what's your opinion of the Nintendo Switch? Well... Gerald, we covered this at the beginning of the episode. Come on, Gerald. So I, I'm going to ask that if you don't listen to the beginning of the episode, don't send us an email for the end of the episode. Yeah, come on. We don't have time for this. We don't have any time for this. You just rewind it, and then now you've heard your email. Now go back to the yes. beginning and, and listen to the time, answer. Yeah, listen to the answer and send us an email that makes any fucking sense. And send us an email about what you think of our answer. Yeah, thanks, Gerald. Fallon about it. I've <laughs> That's been there before. No thanks. <laughs> If that even is your real name. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the Whiskey Sessions. Thank you so much for listening. Send us an email at whiskeysessionsmusic at gmail.com. Check out our Twitter feed at, at Whiskey Sessions. And make sure you have listened to our hip hop EP. Please, God, listen to our hip hop EP. If you don't listen it to it, it's so good. If you don't listen to it now, then when we release. What was it? Hip hop awesome style or something? Yeah, awesome sauce part seven. <laughs> that, when you hear that, you're not gonna hear, hear the groundwork that we laid before it. No, you gotta hear this. Uh, and it's at whiskeysessions.bandcamp.com, and it is free and it is awesome. So anyway, thank you again for listening. Make sure you leave us a great review on iTunes. We need those five stars. iTunes, the mafioso there, have said they will let us keep. Five fingers on each hand for every five star review that we get and if we get four stars they take one of our fingers and it's really unfortunate we don't want to have that happen I feel like I can't function with fewer than three fingers there's going to be no more guitar playing if 
No. If that happens. No, not at all. I'm no Jerry Garcia. Once I lose a finger, I'm done. He lost a finger? Yeah. What? You didn't know that? For real? Oh my god. <laughs> I never even listened to one Grateful Dead song. Uh, in my you life. got things to Google, my friend. I do. Him and Rahm Emanuel. Oh, all right. Okay. Uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. Uh, like Dr. Dre. That's right. 2001. Whiskey Sessions. This is A Mets. B Pimp. Peace out. Peace out.